Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Welcome back to the John Katsimatidis Cats at Night show. Now on the line for us is Sarah Carter. She has been covering the U.S.-Mexico border extensively for over 18 years, and she recently launched a 10-part podcast docuseries called Doc Wars, The Border. Sarah Carter, what is going on at the border right now? Well, it's complete chaos, and thank you so much for having me on. Uh, yeah, Dark Wars, The Border is a, is a podcast series that I think takes people right into the story, right into what's happening, into the action, and it reveals the truth about what's been happening at the border, and I've been covering it since the Bush administration, and I've never seen anything quite like what we're seeing right now. Even my trips into Central America, I got to tell you, when I'm in El Salvador, when I'm in Guatemala, what I'm seeing, the amount of people that are heading towards the United States, the confusion, the chaos. I thought the border was secure. Yeah, it's, it's, (laughs) yeah, it's not secure, John. It's not secure. It's, I I mean, it's almost laughable when you think about it because, uh, and it's sad and tragic in the same way. I was, you know, saying human, you know, you got human smuggling, you have a humanitarian crisis, you have uh, a a narcotics pouring across the border like we've never seen, particularly with the onset of uh, pure fentanyl coming across the border from the Mexican cartels. And I think everybody's seen that video, that dramatic video that's come out of the police officer uh, who touched a dollar bill in a car that was, uh, you know, that had fentanyl on it, and she she collapsed, and it took three Narcan shots just to get her uh, to resuscitate it, and now she's in a hospital. Um, we're seeing things like this all across the country, our own children dying, the children that are being trafficked are being used by these traffickers, not only in sex. Sarah Carter, because we have have limited time. What happens now once Title 42 goes away? We know that Remain in Mexico, that policy, there's a judge put a stay on it, which is good news. But Title 42, they're estimating right now we're getting, what, three to five thousand migrants crossing the border. And there are some estimates of 15,000 crossing the border once Title 42 goes away on the 21st. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Remain in Mexico is now at a stay. Uh, That is a good thing. Uh, Ken Paxton, the attorney general here in Texas, was part of pushing that. And it went back to the courts from the Supreme Court. And they actually have a stay on that. But Title 42 is going to be lifted on the 21st. And we are expecting those numbers to increase like we've never seen. Right now, we're seeing those numbers already at the border. Thousands of people moving across the border. We're expecting those numbers actually to be as high as 18 thousand per day um and that will pale in comparison even to what we've seen with over 2.3 million just this last year uh encounters and over 1 million known gotaways so this is a this is a very serious time it's a national security risk for our nation and it's also a risk for people that are coming into the country i mean they are being abused and they are being used by these cartels and uh, our law enforcement's hands are tied behind their backs. Uh, this is this is going to be a very difficult time. It is incredibly difficult. And we were talking about fentanyl before. An estimated 300 people die a day from fentanyl overdose. That's like if a major jetliner crashed every single day. And yet the Biden administration continues to put their head in their in the sand. Uh, Tony Carbonetti, you had a question for Sarah yeah. Carter. Sarah, walk us through the process because you said you're actually visiting some of these countries. How do these people get recruited? And how do they end up from that country to the actual border? 
Well, first, uh, they use the administration's own words um, online on social media. You'd be surprised how many people um, on Facebook, uh, human smugglers, the cartels, use the ability to communicate through Facebook, through Snapchat, uh, through all these various social media apps. Once they're able to hook up with a human smuggler, that human smuggler is usually working for a much larger cartel. They connect with them. Now, it depends on how far you're coming. If you're coming from Africa, if you're coming from Afghanistan, you usually find a smuggler where you're at. You pay off for a visa. You move your way in either through Colombia, through Brazil, through someplace else, and then you find a smuggler in that area that'll take you up. People pay as much as you know, as little as 16000 sometimes to move across as high as I've heard as $60,000, $70,000, depending on how far they're coming from. Now, you say, how do some of these people have this money when they're coming from so far away, you know, and, and they're poverty stricken or they may be coming from a war zone or they may be coming from an area that's, that's very difficult to, trans, to, to move from? Well, they work it off. Um, and once they come into the United States, this is the issue that we're dealing they with. They become slaves to the cartel? Children. Right. They become slaves to the cartel. They end up working here in uh, sex rings or in factories. They become indentured servants. And they are owned by these cartels. They are owned by the people that oh bring them God. in. Uh, uh, That's why they Sarah, even have wristbands we, we on have them. To, we, have to, we have one more guest we have to go to. We'll talk to you more next week. Uh, are you going to be available? I, Absolutely. I look forward to it. Thank Sarah you so Carter, much for thank you. Again, her, pod, you. her podcast, now- Dark Wars the Border. Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.